Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Never let a crisis go to waste. No one seems to know who said it first. Some say Sir Winston Churchill said it, probably in the mid-1940s, but there's no proof. Many of us heard it from former mayor of Chicago and President Obama's chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel. He said it in 2008 as the country was reeling from the near collapse of the financial system. Actually, he said, you never want to let a serious crisis go to waste. These days, I'm not sure about the difference between a crisis and a serious crisis, but the point is, Rahm Emanuel continued, that a crisis provides the opportunity to do things that were not possible before. Many of us have heard that the Chinese ideogram for crisis is comprised of two characters, danger and opportunity. Actually, the first character does mean dangerous or precarious, but the second character actually means something more like change point. Crisis means that we're at a precarious change point, a tipping point, and that the opportunity for change is at hand. And so the question, what does it mean not to let a crisis go to waste? Somehow, crisis always seems to take us by surprise. Buddhist teacher John Tarrant writes, a surprise is a landscape feature that was not on the map. Surprises are common and an indication that we are alive. The mind assigns values to events, saying this is good, this is bad, but the values we give things are usually just arm-waving and scrambling about. The world is truly unpredictable in its consequences, and our reactions to events are also unpredictable. We can make an ally of surprise. The hard bits of life might not be the ones we're dreading. The good bits might be the ones that are also always available, a slant of light through the garden and then the rain running inside to get dry, cooking for friends, the sound of a bird in the early morning when we can't get back to sleep. That act of impulsively giving something away when we have almost nothing. A student asks, when times of great difficulty visit us, how should we greet them? The teacher responds, welcome. This being human is a guest house, writes Rumi. Across seven centuries, the Persian mystic and poet speaks to us. This being human is a guest house. 
every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if there are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. They may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Speaking of a crowd of sorrows, surprises and not letting a crisis go to waste, John Tarrant says, when I had cancer, I thought it might be inconvenient or frightening, but it was interesting. It made me a lot less lazy about being present. There was a time when diagnosis, course of treatment, and outcome were all uncertain, and in that condition, my mind reached for certainty over and over again. That quest for certainty, being hopeless, brought pain. But when my mind stopped reaching out and fell back into the warm dark of uncertainty, time stretched out infinitely on either side, and there was a pool of joy that seemed bottomless. Having cancer was much more exciting than sitting in an armchair watching the game on Sunday. And everything I looked at had the aspect of tenderness and delicacy. I looked into the checkout clerk's eyes and saw the universe looking back. Never let a crisis go to waste. I heard another beautiful teaching recently, just this simple sentence. If you are in a predicament, there will be a gate. This is the deep assurance that there is a way out, and the only way out is through. And here is that affirmation to carry on. If you are in a predicament, there will be a gate. Find it. Go through it. As a society, we are in crisis. The pandemic has lifted up and amplified everything that was already broken. Albert B. Kelly, mayor of Bridgeton, New Jersey, wrote a beautiful editorial in which he enumerated the damage and the costs beyond the work of the virus and stopping the virus. There is a crisis of inequality. When we're forced to acknowledge that essential workers are risking their lives on the front line for nothing approaching combat pay, will we address glaring inequality with better pay, benefits, and childcare? 
there is a crisis of jobs. The pandemic just sped up their disappearance. Will we get serious about supporting a universal basic income? There's a crisis of education. Democracy is predicated on an educated electorate. As learning is forced out of the classroom and onto the internet, the pandemic has opened a yawning chasm between the digital haves and the digital have-nots. Will we raise our voices and open our wallets to invest in universal access to the World Wide Web? And first and last, there is a crisis of racism and policing. Will white people look hard and long at the ways black and brown bodies have been criminalized? Will we muster the will to exchange the warrior template of policing for the public servant model? Given that the response to crisis is the responsibility of both the government and the governed, each of us is called, both individually and collectively, to help move this society toward justice and peace. Where to begin? Find the gate. Go through it. I want to close with a story about finding the gate that continues to inspire me. I came to it via Sissy Castro-Giovanni, the Boston-based Sicilian jazz singer who's performed for Agora here at Arlington Street Church and for our Wednesday minister's tea. This story is about Sissy's friend and Berkeley College of Music classmate, Gabriela Martina, a Swiss singer also based in Boston. In early March, Boxes of freshly pressed CDs and vinyl records were delivered to Gabriella, her latest uh, album, Homage to Gromley. The culmination of two years of production, the album is a tribute to her childhood home near Luzerne in the Swiss Alps, where her parents raised cows and grew organic vegetables for 45 years. Gabriella describes it as paradise. On the album, Gabriella combines her love of American jazz with Swiss folk traditions, mixing in cowbells, accordion, and yodeling. She and six bandmates were booked to leave on March 10th for a nine-concert tour in Europe. On March 9th, COVID-19 canceled the tour. Gabriella lost $30,000 as well as all the gigs she had booked in 2020. Undaunted, she began to cook. And very quickly, she mounted a new mission, which she calls Dinner with My Neighbor. So it's very simple. She explains, I cook, and I invite somebody who would like to eat with me. Then they come and pick it up, and as soon as they're home, they text me and then we Zoom or FaceTime with each other. As she cooks, she makes videos, and then she posts them online, inviting donations. While she's collecting unemployment, she hopes to help make up some of her bandmates' lost income with those contributions. 
One of her first meals was with Sissi, Castro Giovanni, her husband, Peruvian percussionist Jorge Perez Abela, and their son Manuel. What is this? Sissi asked Gabriela. It was smelling so good, I was in the car trying to guess. Gabriela has made a dish called Cerrosti from her region of the Alps, a plate-sized hash brown with a thin slice of ham, cheese, and a fried egg. Jorge finds it delicious. By May, Gabriela has tried more than 70 recipes on mails for friends, students, and colleagues. Everything from traditional Swiss dishes to pasta with fresh pesto to sushi, serving more than 100 guests from 23 countries. She compares improvising with ingredients to what she does in her real life as a jazz musician. Eating together, like making music, is a social ritual. Gabrielle is especially attentive to inviting guests who are living alone to join her for dinner, explaining that now more than ever, it's critical to nurture human connections. As much as it is cooking for somebody, she says, it's also just really being there for somebody. Yes, we cannot hug somebody. We cannot hug each other, but let's stay connected. It's just caring and sending a little bit of kindness into the world. Gabriela Martina hopes dinner with my neighbor inspires all of us to eat and visit together while apart. Beloved spiritual companions, never let a crisis go to waste. When times of great difficulty visit us, say welcome. They may be clearing us out for some new delight. If you are in a predicament, there will be a gate. Find it. Go through it. Let's find it and go through it together while apart. And let us go with kindness and make justice and peace in the world. Amen. Before our benediction, I invite you to reach out your hands and touch the sides of your square. Touch hands with the people to your left and to your right and send out love to the person on either side of you and to the people on either side of them. Send out love into this beloved spiritual community and feel it coming back to you. Love is the spirit of this congregation. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart in namaste. I bow to the divine in you. There will be a gate. Find it. Go through it. Together while apart, may we go with kindness and make justice and peace in the world. Let us keep this faith and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.